0: Welcome to the 40th episode of The First Exchange with me, your host, Lydia Daydahl. Well, who would have thought we would ever get to 40 episodes? I am delighted to let you all hear the 40th episode. Um, I had a fantastic guest with me tonight to celebrate our momentous uh, episode. Uh, I have Babs Daly, a fantastic photographer. I've known Babs probably for about 15 years Um, She would have been on the music scene when I was in a band. She would have been shooting loads of gigs and all the rock stars in Dublin. And then she moved on to doing a lot of nightlife, uh, specialising in the most insane, beautiful photography with Dublin's best drag queens, Ireland's best drag queens. She moved on to the tattoo industry and now she's photographing in combat sports, which is obviously why I have her on the podcast, because we've so much to catch up on, or we had so much to catch up on. Um, She was someone that kind of like, we've always been in each other's lives, and we've always kind of from afar appreciated each other's work, and you know, we'd see each other, how are you getting on, what are you doing, and she'd tell me about the projects that she was doing, and I'd tell her about the projects that I was doing, Um, and you know, just recently we were like, we should hang out more because we've got so much more in common than we actually had realized and um, so I was delighted to get her in to talk about how she got onto this journey of photography how she started developing her own style her technique the skill um, for anyone that doesn't know Babs or, or have seen has seen her work before go to her Instagram it's at Babs her work is absolutely incredible and she's one of those photographers that you look at her work and you say, that has to be Babs Daily. That's the biggest compliment that I can give her. Um, but she was in the, the hot seat, shall we say, today to, to talk about her journey and her experience that got her to where she is today. So I hope you enjoy it. It's the 40th episode of The First Exchange with Babs Daily. But before I let you listen to us, we must give a little plug for our Patreon. Thank you so much to everyone who has registered to throw us a couple euro per month. You are really Truly, truly, truly helping us help the progression of the podcast. Um if you have not yet donated to our Patreon and you'd like to throw us a couple euro per month to help us grow the podcast and to continue the podcast, then please go to patreon.com forward slash the first exchange and um throw us the price for points. I'd be very, very grateful. Anyway, I'll let you enjoy the 40th episode of the first exchange with Bob Staley. Episode 40 Welcome. Daily. welcome
1: thank you so much
0: thank you so much for coming in oh, i know
1: honestly this is an honor
0: could stop that now uh but okay <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> thanks so much uh but uh, for our listeners that are listening the many 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 listeners that are listening um you wouldn't be one that would do something like this very regularly you wouldn't be no. a podcast regular or a media right rec- you'd like to be behind the camera as we yes. say
1: definitely this is a little bit like whoa
0: but i'm delighted that you decided to come in because your story your journey is a very interesting and exciting one so it was one that i thought we needed to hear well thank you um so let's start at the very beginning. Obviously, let's give it a little bit of a background for anyone that doesn't know who you are. I think anyone who knows anything is Irish and knows anything about drag queens, tattoos or fighting, they will know who you are.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just, just a random mix. Isn't My
0: it? favorite combination. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, we know each other so many years. Like, like Yeah, it goes way back, well, right back to music. Yeah. So there's when I was in the band. So it has to be like 35, like. At least twelve years.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. That's a long time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: So we would have always been sort of like, you know, fleeting in each other's lives. Like I would be playing a gig, you'd be shooting. You know, we'd see each other in the pub. Hey, what's the story? But we yep. were always sort of like connected in that. Like as the years went on, we, we'd see each other and we'd be chatting away. And yeah. then we were like, just recently, we had a coffee. You were like, reached out after lockdown, and like, let's grab a coffee. Like we know each other so long. Let's like sit down and just have a chat. And yeah. we ended up sitting there for about four hours over a Ages. peppermint tea in the great. desert. I'd say they were like, are they going to buy you another peppermint tea? They've been nursing that for four hours.
1: <laughs> but listen, photography, where did this all start for you? So it's really funny because it actually like it, it, it almost it like it goes so far back that it's almost like I don't know when it started. Yes. You know from being a a, a very small kid. My uncle was into photography, so we'd go down to we go. He lived in Arclough, so we'd Mm. go see him and kind of, you know, I'd run off with him and he'd just show me a few bits with his camera, you know, just as a kid, just take soaking up knowledge. And then gradually, then as I got older, I would have got my my first camera for a small little. Small what was it? Can you remember what it was? Olympus Trip.
0: My oh. mom got me very
1: nice little thing. Classic very little nice. Olympus. Classic, classic. <laughs> yeah, she started they made me a well.
0: comeback as well, haven't they? The oh, little Olympus. big time!
1: And you know, I have I don't have my original one, which is heartbreaking. No but I've, I've since have I've since replaced. I have a I have a new one. But um, that's that's what my mom got me. My, my first camera was Olympus Trip. Then, like, I, I sorry sorry that's wrong. My first camera was a Fisher Price camera (laughs) that I got when I was a toddler. That's what I got first. (laughs) Incapable of taking photos, but you could hold it up to your face. Yes. Um, But yes, then as I got older, it would would have been an Olympus trip. And then I got, uh, then I would have got my first like DSLR. And I've always just been taking photos. Like I have a vivid memory Mm. of sitting in my bedroom in my mum's house and, you know, out the window, pointing up at the sky, taking photos of the buses going by, learning all the, you know, just from your bedroom window, Learning how to to drag light or how to, you know, how to stop things in in still motion. So, like, you know, even things that I I use today, like, you know, boxers throwing a punch. Like, I have to stop that. I I, I don't. Well, sometimes you don't want to get the motion. Sometimes you do. But, like, it's things that I would have learned so long ago, you know, just out the bedroom window.
0: So is this all like you never did you go to college to study? You are
1: kidding me. Yes, I love this. Yeah. So come here. Right. My mom is like a beacon of knowledge and just she's uh, she just says things you know just in passing and then like hits me like a ton of bricks but she I've been taking photos like all all through my teenage years like I said of of anything like I I did it so often I didn't ever consider it could be a job if that makes sense yeah so like up until a few months ago I've always had another job and my photography so I've I've been kind of double jobbing thus far so Mm. my plan is kind of to put the 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 foot on the pedal full throttle now. It seems know? so
0: mad that you would only be putting the foot on the pedal now. Because yeah. to me, even back in the early days when I met you first, you were always someone who I viewed as extremely successful. That being because you were always everywhere, yeah. shooting. Yeah. And then the quality of your work was just like, you know, I remember um you remember hard working class heroes. Yeah. And I remember, you know, this is like a... a it probably still goes on, um, but it's just so long since I've been in music, I don't know. But it was like a kind of a day festival where it was like all Irish bands come together and um, it was organised by uh, Hardworking Class Hero Guys and it's basically a showcase of the new talent that's coming out. And so when you would play you would play to like industry people and then there will be just photographers in the front row and I remember it always being a buzz if like you and like maybe one or two others were there like oh yes we're going to get good photos there because <laughs> Babs is here yes you know there was always a bo- and that was back years that's, that's a decade lovely. ago do you know what I mean yeah yeah so to think of your like you know evolution like it's it, a f- photography for me is so like I adore it it's It just has the the capacity to invoke so much memory Mm -hmm. and spirit and moments. Mm -hmm. And it's just I'd like to hear your interpretation of what
1: photography is to you. So just to go back to what we were saying there a second ago uh, about my mum, and because the, there's two things you said there that I just want to reference, two of her quotes. Oh yes. So please. the first, the first, the first thing she told me when uh, when I was leaving school, and I just wanted to study photography, like that's what I wanted to be a photographer, I wanted to study photography, and she was like, "No, why would you study it when you know it? Like, why would you go and reteach yourself something that you already know?" She was like, "You're just going to be influenced by people." And then probably take photos just like maybe a few other people there. Like you're all guys are gonna you know, this was this was her this was her thinking anyway. Wow. And I was kinda like, yeah, well, I suppose maybe she's right. So in in the end what I, I actually went to college and got a business degree. That's what I went to college and got. Um which is Which co- is always which, handy. Like awesome because like hope hoping to merge the two, do you know what yes, I mean? Yes, exactly. Um, Full circle. And then the other the other kind of piece of knowledge she gave me, or the piece of information good uh, I don't know, like a, a a good thing to live by was do whatever you're going to do, do it every day because mm. people will notice. So she was like, if you go into town and take a photo every every day, people will notice you. Like you can't be unnoticed. So that's what I started doing. And that's like you were saying, I was everywhere. I just made yes. sure I was everywhere. Probably at the detriment of relationships and friendships and stuff like that. But... <laughs> That's that that's was the sacrifice. Uh, that's what I I wanted. I wanted. I wanted to be everywhere. I wanted yeah. to be capturing everything. You know. Let's
0: I mean? break down that what your mum said to you there about. You know why would you go and study it, um, when you already know it? Like, and what I take from that is that, you know, she's saying you go to a school or a college and you get indoctrinated in a way of thinking or a way of shooting or a style, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it could be very hard to
1: escape that or to get out of that sort of confinement or Mm -hmm. that box and like also within college now don't like don't get me wrong there's plenty of photographers who have studied in college are phenomenal yeah they have their own styles and everything like that so I don't want to come across like I was saying anything like that but I have I've had friends in our college and I've had people go to our college who you know I think photography and art in general is so subjective Mm. so for your lecturer to tell you that you know something is wrong or something wasn't done right when that's what you've created, I think that's kind of wrong. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. kind of where, like, you know, people kind of having that impact on you, whereas, like, you know, I have had I've people, you know, over the years who've said awful things to me and I've taken them on board. And yeah. they, to be honest, most of them have been correct. And I just needed to have that criticism. But, like, that came anyway. I didn't need to go to college and have people mm-hmm. kind of put me in that box, you know.
0: Let's talk about the criticism because that's always something that I'm very interested in. I find that a lot of people see such a negative side to criticism. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously there's a way in which it's delivered. If someone is being critical of your work because it's coming from, you know, a negative place of like they're jealous or, you know, whatever the, the, the the area is, but you know, criticism will say from people who are like, "Mm, I don't really like X. I kind of, Y was good. Z has a lot of potential. Let's work with that. Mm -hmm. You know, like this kind of criticism that you can take on board and actually helps you become better as a person or in the area that you're working in Mm -hmm. so with handling criticism is that something that you
1: had to learn to get good at of course (laughs) of course (laughs) I think uh you know I guess standing where I am now 30 years of age uh, there's a lot of things I had to learn there's a lot of things Mm -hmm. I had to I had to figure out that I you know looking back at the last 10 years I didn't have a clue what I was doing Mm -hmm. you know what I mean it's only when you start to kind of I think do, do go through maybe a bad experience or make the wrong decision or get a bad criticism and react badly that you have, you figure out that, okay, well I won't do that again. And you have to just, yeah. Yeah. Learn and, and get better.
0: Mm-hmm. But I, I,
1: I, whatever way criticism comes, like I do, I, f- I don't feel, I don't like to think that criticism now I could be wrong, but I don't like to think any criticism ever comes from jealousy. I'd, I'd like to think better of people. Yes. Um. But maybe that's me being naive. But, uh, I, I take all criticism on board, but it's always, it, I can't actually say that I get much criticism. It's more like, oh, that's cool, but could we do this maybe kind of thing? Yes. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like, it's just more, like I always tell people I'm working with, like I, I, I'm i the photographer and I'll take my shots regardless. But if you see anything, please don't be afraid to tell me. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? There's things I, that that I I, I, I am not going to see and it's a collaboration between people to take photos. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, um you know criticism is a good thing
0: it, when you look at kind of the area from for me when I look at your work it's very much people-led a lot of people a lot of I, I again I, you have to educate me on the actual language of how you say it in terms of photography but like it's, it's always portrait
1: work really. portrait work yeah. there
0: you go um it, is is portrait is that kind of like where your heart is or is that just where you say like you know the the opportunity for businesses, shall we what say? Do you know
1: what? Okay, so again, I'm gonna bring in a bit of mum's information yeah. there. Yeah, God, um, I wish you brought your mum with you. Oh, she's so good. <laughs> um, what <well, laughs> What was it that she was? It'll It'll come back to me in a minute. But first, first and foremost, I'm I'm a people person. Like I, yeah. I just thrive off people, and I, I actually feel like I've in, like years and years ago, back when I was. I don't know back early 20s I did a a course in Ratmines College on liberal arts and one of the one of the subjects this is before I did my business degree but one of the subjects (laughs) was psychology and I actually found uh I found a lot of benefit in applying a psychology to my photography if that makes Mm. sense um oh please expand on that that's good yeah well I just find like um I don't like if I was taking if I was taking someone's portrait for the first time, I'd, I'd, I'd always prefer it. Like now, it's not always possible, but I would always prefer to meet them yeah. and break that barrier, break that barrier with them first, because the next time I meet them for photos, they're already warm. You know yeah. what I mean? They already know me, so they don't have that rigidness. They know that I'm I'm I, I, I like to take photos on a completely casual basis. Like I don't it's, it shouldn't be stressful. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so the psycho that in one way is one of the s- psychological things I bring into it is like breaking mm-hmm. down that barrier before, before you shoot and Th- like asking so specific questions, you know, like <clears throat> if I was to ask them like, oh, you know, you know, what's your mom do or whatever. And then remember that because the next day I meet them, I'd be like, oh, geez, how's your mom getting on? And instantly they're warm because yeah. you mentioned their mom. You, you've just made them more relaxed. Yeah. So that's, that's one way I like to apply psychology to my, uh. Uh, that's
0: uh, that's very smart yeah it's very smart you can
1: see the difference like yeah anytime. I
0: imagine because I mean like obviously I don't get I don't do a lot of like studio work or the magazines stuff like that, or stuff that are there's none now um, but when I was obviously in the band in music we, uh, we had to do a lot of shoots yeah. and you know obviously for album covers and magazines or promo or whatever it is and I used to hate it of course of I course. hated it I was so self-conscious and it was like I I was obviously going through my own like thing at that time where like I had low self-esteem and like low self-worth and but yet I was like fronting a band and I was like looked up to and thought I would everyone thought I was like so cool and confident and how she able to get on stage and be this rock and roll chick like you know doing breaking beer bottles and well I didn't break beer bottles on stage but like you know <laughs> whatever <the> <laughs> <laughs> I'm like <laughs> um all those other stuff but uh do you know and then like to to come off stage and then to you would just go back to being yourself and I had this whole sort of world where I had um what would you call it like uh not a dysmorphia but
1: like a false reality
0: yeah kind of yeah. where like you know, I was, I didn't feel on the inside how I was perceived by other people. Of course,
1: of course. yeah.
0: And when we used to do photo shoots, I used to feel so vulnerable that I like, you know, they were going to be able to see my soul now.
1: Yeah. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And you know what? Like, this is, this, this is true. You do see now. There's certain people that, 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 you know, have, have an ability to, to mask it. But most people, when you get them on the other side of the camera, you can, mm. you can see. You can see, like there'd be people I get in the camera and I'd be like, Jesus, like they, something's going on there, you yeah. know what I mean? Which is a bit mad, like, but again, that's something I'd probably use to kind of talk to someone.
0: Yeah, and Use yeah, that, yeah, Like
1: yeah. I, I get a lot of, um. like a lot of my reward for my photography comes from just seeing, seeing people grow and seeing people get more and more and more comfortable in their own skin mm. around a camera, you know? And then when you get people where they just don't, they don't even they're just so comfortable once you get someone being themselves then you have it yeah everybody will when you pull up a camera they're like oh like they try and alter themselves but like yeah. i want to catch you i didn't want to catch you posed i didn't want to catch you changed i wanted you right there where you were exactly is everybody photogra- photographable yes yes <laughs> absolutely absolutely oh there's a couple of people listening there disagreeing me. and i will <laughs> accept any challenge any challenge <laughs> Um, I wanted to just go back to when we were talking about the portrait photographer. Yeah. That quote from my mum again. Go on. My mum said, I don't understand why all of the photographers have to label themselves. Like they'd be a wedding photographer, or a fashion photographer. She was like, why don't you just be a photographer? Yeah. She was like, touch on everything. And that's what I've done kind of thus far. Like I've. I've worked with, like, I've worked with Jemison, done, done kind of drink shots. I've done events. I've done clubs. I work with drag queens. I work with boxers. I've worked with cars. I've like, you name it. I've done, I've, I've done newborn little babies, you know, everything, everything. Who's most difficult to work with?
0: <laughs> Say the drag queens. <laughs> fit, fit the mold. Come on. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, they're actually probably the best. Like, <laughs> oh, look at they're them, they're, they're fantastic. The
1: they're the most crack. And you know what? Those photo shoots got me through lockdown. I oh, the, if
0: anyone is uh, uh, online, go to uh, at Babs Daily or go to Victoria's Secret, Victoria's Secret Divina yeah. Divine, uh, Veda. Veda yeah. uh, Victoria and Divina do a podcast here at Collaborative Studios with Shane as well. It's called Petty little Things. Check it out, it's fantastic. But they done a photo shoot with Babs over lockdown. And it is incredible, <laughs> like the one Victoria taking out the bins in full drag, <laughs> like, with like an luminous like wig, just
1: unbelievable. This is so good. The best thing as well doing those photo shoots is like seeing people double and triple take as they pass. You know what I mean? Like you're just doing photos and people are like, what is this? Like, what are we driving past? Especially during lockdown when like nothing was And going the fear on, is like, rife, right. And, and everyone fear. is like
0: terrified of death. And here's like a load of drag queens, like <laughs> posing around black bins, you know, just oh, brilliant. Oh, so good.
1: Yeah, So brilliant. good.
0: How did that like journey, like working on the drag scene and the nightclub scene, how did that come together? Because w- once we had left, I had left music. Mm-hmm. I sort of went missing for a while. And then I, you know, Went on my little like escapade of being out every single night, and I would <laughs> we see, all had one of those. <laughs> I would see at all the drag, drag shows, taking photographs of well. <clears> them.
1: <throat> yeah, so I guess uh, how I I would have got into that was during a kind of a an, a, a bit of a, a a destructive time in my life in my early. And I'm glad 20s. you had one too. I think we've all had one of those, <laughs> but I was kind of going nowhere fast, you know that kind of way. Yeah. Um. But the only thing I did do, whilst I was doing everything else under the sun, I took my camera with me everywhere I went. So yeah. I'd go out on the piss and I'd have my camera in the back. And then of course, Dutch Courage would kick in and I'd whip the thing out and I'd have the thing out all night. I'd just be taking photos of everybody. Wouldn't even know who people were. Yeah. Just camera in the face. And then kind of as things went on before I knew it, like there was a, what was, uh, what was the name of the club? Hustle. Hustle, it was in uh, the academy. That's where it was. Well, this is when I, but I God, remember.
0: That's, that's, that's a long time
1: ago. Back, 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 back. Like I feel old. But then I remember one of the nights I was there again, just pissed, having a good night. Just, you know, out with friends, with the camera. And then someone that was te- there taking photos at the time, a friend of mine, Matthew Kelly. He was taking photos. He pulled me up on stage. And then I was just kind of taking photos. And then within a couple of weeks of that, then I, I kind of got, got, got a call from a a local double promoter then to to start working with him. Amazing. And it's kind of just gone from there, really. Mm. It's been amazing. I worked, there was another guy who worked with um, Ronan Murphy. He kind of would have introduced me to a few people. But it's really just been, I've just been so, so blessed with just knowing people. And then just doors opening just at kind of the right Mm -hmm. times, you know.
0: In terms of the technical aspects of your photography. Yes. Like, I don't know anything about, like when you say dragging the lights. Yeah. All those amazing terms that give us the best photography that's out there. So, are you able to um, encapsulate what your technique is, or what what your strength is?
1: Um, I guess it's like it's obviously developed over the last couple, like couple of years. Sometimes I look at photos from four or five years ago, and I'm like, Jesus, what were you thinking? You know, no I mean? way. Um, but a, a, a good a good rule I like to live by is when you take a photo Mm -hmm. there has to be a reason behind you taking that photo. So like if I show you a photo now, I would be like, I took this photo because this was happening. That's what, that's what called out to me. And I shot it this way because, whatever. Mm. But you shouldn't just take a photo. Like, that's how I feel. Like, if you take a photo, you saw something. That's how I feel. So there should be a narrative behind each photo you take. Mm -hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. In this day and age, you know, there are certain things like where you're just literally taking a million photos. You're at events and you're just kind of happy shooting. You know, that's a different story. But I think when you're. When you're taking photos at, like for the boxes, for example, Mm. you know, there has to be a reason that you're taking that shot or a story behind it, I feel.
0: When somebody, (coughs) when you take one of those photographs that you're describing there and somebody looks at it, what do you want them to see? How
1: do you want them to feel? Like that for me is what fascinates me about photography is that nobody can see outside my frame. Yeah. Yeah. So the photo that I post or the photo I put somewhere, that's all they see. They don't see what happens around it. They don't see there could be, you know, I could shoot one of these boxes that's covered in, you know, you know, sprayed sweat and everything. But all around them is like shit going on, but it makes it look like he's just in a ring and he's doing this. You know what yeah. I mean? And that fascinates me because they can't see the frame around the photo, but everybody else makes up their own version. Does that mm, make sense? Yes. Yeah. And that's what I, and it's the same for me. Like, one i i i actually have like a few 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 irish photographers that are really like high high up in my uh high up in my my rankings um but connor clinch he's based in london now he oh uh,
0: he's the he's the the model guy the model he, photographer yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah and he was he's on a show years ago on sky and ranking uh
0: that's it yeah yeah yes. yeah so
1: and but like the long before like long before he was on that show i was always fascinated with his work because and I st- still to this day, like I think he's, uh, I think he's amazing. I, I I would look up to him a lot. Um, wow, is it but like... it's his framing and the fact that his framing makes me just create mad stories around his photos, and that's kind of what I love to try and do. Yeah, yeah.
0: So where, where, like, obviously that's that's obviously a massive uh, inspiration point for you when you see that. But wh- where else do you draw inspiration from? Where does the like? I'm trying to get a sense of where do you um when does inspiration hit you and how does it evolve? Like, do you get inspired? We'll say out in the forest, having a walk and then you're like <gasps> a tree shoot. And then you're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how does, I'm trying to get a sense of how this whole, your mind works in terms of it's, in capturing it, it, Everything's
1: this. in in frames. Like, that's the best way I can say it to you. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's like, I, like I look, I wear caps. Yeah. Cause like it puts a, it puts a frame on things for me. But yeah. there's a na- like I naturally have a frame on things. So when I'm, when I'm going through, like, I kind of do a lot of landscape work kind of unintentionally just when I'm out and about. I just take photos and they they look nice. But it's, I just, I'm never not, like I know it sounds like a stereotypical thing, but I just, I'm never not thinking about taking photos. Or like I'll meet someone and I'll be like, oh, like I'd love to take their photo, but they'll just think I'm, they'll just think I'm a weirdo. Like I'm just, but I, like I brought my camera today. I was hoping I could get a photo of you across, across the... (laughs) across the studio
0: secretly I kind of (laughs) knew (laughs) you
1: maybe that's why I was checking my makeup before we
0: started Shane gave me grief because I was checking my lipstick (laughs) before we started recording he's like time here hello um but that but that's what I love about you and that's having that sense of like of how you see the world and how you see your photography does that make you feel like do you sit back on that thought and go, I'm meant to do this? I know this is what I'm meant to do. I'm not meant to do anything else.
1: Well, like to be honest, it was probably more apparent when a couple of years ago when I was working with uh with more kind of uh I guess like new new newish models and the kind of the yeah. the fashion kind of scene. And I absolutely loved being able to see kids who were so caught up with insecurities mm. and so caught up with like, you know, not being able to do certain things, whatever. And then when in a couple of photo shoots with me then feeling so good about themselves and like not a cocky confidence like i think that's like i don't like a cocky confidence but just a quiet confidence mm. in themselves and knowing that you're responsible for that or you have helped create that confidence in someone mm. that feels me a lot like that 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 gives me a that gives me a lot of um a lot of feelings yeah
0: where do you think the insecurity lies with people? Obviously, everyone has their own insecurities mm-hmm. in some way, or but there seems to be just kind of like a mass collective insecurity when it comes to getting your photograph taken, if you're not a professional that is a model or yeah. an actor or someone who's used to it. What do you think it is about getting our photograph taken that we don't
1: like? Lack of control. One thousand percent. Because do you know what happens to me time and time again? Yeah. I cross paths. Instagram influencers who take all the selfies in the world yeah. but could not let me take a photo of them, you Whoa. know, which I just, and, and it comes down to control. It comes down to that they can't check it. They can't, you know, you know. and I, I get that. Like, that's their comfort. Like, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing yeah. wrong, but that's that's where I think a lot of it comes down to. And, like, the same thing, like, I hate taking photos of myself. Like, I just, I yeah. don't really, don't, I don't, I haven't done it in a long time. But like there is a difference between like being able to just throw up your phone and take a picture yourself yeah. or have someone point a large lens at you or a small lens at you and you don't know what they're doing, how they're doing it, and you won't see the finished product until like, you know what I mean? It's in the magazine or it's or online it's, yeah, or yeah, it's yeah, in yeah. a website or something. Yeah. Or like l- routinely people will be like, oh, you know, can you send me them before? And also like I do understand that you want to have the final say on certain things. But that's where I think um, I think a lot of the fear comes from, from getting your photo taken is you don't have control over it. That's so
0: interesting. That's so interesting. I know you're saying that. I actually probably have a little bit of a control issue as well. Like, I'll take a... Like, I have no problem taking a selfie. Like, you know, if we were going out, I'd be, like, taking a selfie, and all the girls would be like, I wish I had your confidence. And then, like, inside, I'm like, but if there was, like, a photographer here, like, getting me... Uh, For me, I think it's
1: vulnerability. Yeah, yeah. I think it's... I I fucking hate vulnerability. Like You know what? Like, I... Like, if I go out to, if I, well, obviously I haven't been out in months, but, like, if I was out anywhere and there was a photographer now, I'd be the first one covering yeah. my face being, like, you know, away kind of from it. But, you know, me. like,
0: I think, like, um we'll say wedding photographs. Yeah. And I know so many people that aren't happy with their wedding photographs. Mm. Not because the photography is bad. It's because of how they look. Yep. And how they, they, they don't look in the photographs like they think they look mm-hmm. in their heads mm-hmm. whether whether like obviously we're not inside their heads but for some reason they're like you know b- because maybe they're used to seeing themselves being posed or having a certain angle or in a selfie or in a
1: selfie yeah <laughs> you know yeah. my head
0: is twice the size not in a, <laughs> like in a norm for whether it is in a selfie I have the angle down especially when i do videos I'm like so especially the live <laughs> videos for Fight Connect TV Every like, I get loads of girls messaging me being like oh my god you look amazing tonight I'm like oh well I have my uh, tripod out the camera's at an angle so my head looks skinnier and I'm, I've am i only got a nice top on I'm in my pyjamas and I have a big pair of fluffy socks on I can only on.
1: see the top half like you can only
0: see the top half of me and I then remember once I was doing a live and I think when my charger was about to go or something, I was like, damn it. I think it was Dave Allen, the boxer I was into it, and I was like, Dave, just keep answering that question there. I'm gonna and I got up and I as I got up my pajamas were like
1: shots.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now thankfully you no know, one fucking knows, but you know, it like, it's like the trick of trick of the camera. Damn it. <laughs> but um that's very interesting.
1: Vulnerability control. But then again, that vulnerability, like that's what I would try and, you know, um, I would try an, 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 an aid with mm. a prior meeting to anybody, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: So then in terms of like the best candidate for you, is it somebody who's like, f- like free that's happy to like, you know, do lots of movement or play up to the camera or kind of encapsulate their character? D- like, it's who, it's who, really, it's who do you want to shoot? Who's a, who's a perfect person for you? Like what's the character?
1: Like the real, it really just depends. It mm. really does just, just depend. And it depends on what the end goal would be as well. You know what I mean? Um, I have to say, working up with the uh, Pete Taylor's last Well, let, there,
0: Okay, let's get on to those this. Those
1: guys. They're all just little characters. You know what I mean? Well, let's
0: set the scene. So, we obviously know each other so long. And then after lockdown... We 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 reconnected. like we're always kind of texting back and yeah, forth. Yeah, well, do you know what?
1: Like we've always like a couple of obviously I was in Macaulay and the and the lads. Oh yes, yeah, we were like my Mike day gym at yeah, 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 exactly. Combat Academy. Yeah, and like I knew that you did jujitsu and yeah. like I and it was funny because I would have been like that's so gassed. like me and Lydia are just taking the same kind of paths. But just like in in kind of different ways, you know what I mean? I remember actually when you when you were coming up
0: to the gym, the lads were saying it and Curtis, because obviously we were shooting Ryan yes, Curtis, Curtis, and Curtis was like, I'm oh, me photographer, well, he's, <laughs> he's, that's not his <laughs> accent.
1: He's gonna <laughs> kill you, man <laughs> <but then. laughs>
0: Sorry, Curtis, Curtis, you've with the box of him." <laughs> <laughs> okay insert uh north side inner city dublin accent now um and he was like uh, oh yeah I mean if you talk for babs daily is on the way i was like like my babs Daily? as in like who i know for music and he was Mad. like yeah and then you came up i was like oh but you've done a bit of tie boxing
1: yourself didn't you yeah like i've done it I've, I've kind of dabbled in it for the last like three four years mm. kind of stemmed from the whole um you know walking through town with a camera on your back and you know, yeah. wanting to be able to, you know, Slice myself. someone with an yeah, elbow. Absolutely. Yeah. Just be able to protect myself because yeah. Dublin City seems to be getting worse and worse. Um, it does. Have you ever had any a situation where someone has tried to rob you? No. Me or Thank goodness. No. Thank it. goodness. Yeah. Touch wood. Touch wood. Touch wood. Um, no, but I, you know, you just hear some horror stories. So that yeah. kind of triggered. Uh, I had a couple of friends, obviously, that were involved in it. Yeah. Um, it. It would have been, it would have been... Ryan Chaos Curtis, who would have kind of got my my toe, dabbling in, in the kind of fight industry. Because uh, actually anyone who doesn't
0: know Ryan, he's a professional MMA fighter. He signed to Bellator, and um he previously was signed to Obama. He would have fought at the Three Arena yep. over the last couple of years. He's a massive follower, massive yeah. um audience, um that follow him, um. But also, you would have been kind of involved with like the tattooing industry yeah, as so well. In the Ink like factory, he, and that's, he works in the ink
1: factory. Yeah, so that's where I would have that that kind of that kind of meeting would have happened. Was like I started working in the ink factory, and Ryan obviously worked in the, the barbershop there. Yeah, and um, yeah. So and was was he, there
0: something? Because obviously going from drag queens and like, <laughs> you know, drinks, photoshoots at events is very yeah, different yeah. to like uh,
1: fighting and fighters. What was it with combat sports that drew you to it? Well, it was just like, you know, kind of, you know, tip of my hat to my mum's, my mum's knowledge being like, don't limit yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't. Okay, yeah, you're working in the tattoo industry, taking photos now, but don't don't limit yourself to that. What else can you do? So you're in here. There's a fighter here. Okay, dip your toe in there. See if he wants to work. You know, yeah. same thing with the barbershop in the ink factory. Was I was able to dip my toe into kind of you know, men's hairstyling and taking photos of that yeah. and working in that kind of regard. So it was just a matter of you know sticking to sticking to what my mum had told me and and always going, you know, to to. You know, if there's something else out there that you can take photos of, well, then go and do it. Mm. Like this week, I've been taking some photos of skateboarders and stuff. So it's like I just I I like to just I I like to just go everywhere. I don't like. Yeah, I I, I
0: like hearing you say that. I I think it's refreshing when people have like variety. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? And I hate even for myself, I hate when like I have to stay in a box. I don't want to be in a box. I want to do it all. Yeah. You know, and maybe some stuff I'm good at exactly yeah. do you know what I mean and it's like I think that even as we get older li- the limitations we put on ourselves the limitations that other people put on us you know like break them yeah, <laughs> smash time. them with big the time. hammer yeah, do you absolutely. know what I mean like just so what like again uh, like what your mum was saying is having labels so what if today you're uh, a combat sports photographer and tomorrow you're yeah. a Jameson Whiskey exactly. photographer you know? I'm just
1: it's just here to, to, to document like you know photo- photography is so beautiful because you get to f- you know you get to freeze that moment and, you know, maybe that moment might mean nothing to someone, but mm. it might mean everything to somebody else. You know what I mean? Totally. And that's what that's what you're just here to do. And and, and if you can take a photo of one thing, you can take a photo of the other. Yeah. You know, sometimes when people, like, they know I work with the boxes and stuff, and then they go, oh, and you do, like, uh, they'd be like, do you do weddings? I'd be like, yeah. And they're kind of like, what? Yeah. Like, we can get someone who does this. And I'm like, why wouldn't I? Yeah. You know, I just think it's a But bit it's mad. not
0: just all going towards, like, your say bank of information that you have in your brain and your skill and your talent you know it's all expanding your skill set essentially and making you better in a variety and maybe there's something that you will see with fighters that you will be able to use in we'll say a wedding or help a person moves absolutely yeah
1: and then on top of that and obviously what's ended up happening which wasn't which i didn't foresee but like everybody knows somebody so <laughs> you take photos for this person oh that person needs a photographer and now all of a yes. sudden this you know what I mean so on top of kind of get being everywhere it's like once people know you then they call exactly. On you. exactly you know?
0: and then it's just as soon as your toe is dipped in that door yeah, it's like it cancer which is essentially what's happened to you with the boxing in Ireland yeah, and with yeah. like Pete Taylor's gym and it would have been Sen and Kelly right? who would have been so depressed.
1: yeah it would have been like Sen's a good good old friend of mine um and yeah, he just kind of said, Babs, come on up. And like, you know, you, you you take deadly photos. Come on up and take some photos of the lads. So then I took some photos of the lads. And then everybody was kind of like, "Boah, you know, they we would like them. Like, they're cool. And then obviously Gary Cully, then the incredible. diva who
0: we had on the, the show.
1: Diva, amazing. Yeah. Um, so over lockdown, I just kind of touched base with Gary because I saw he was trying. Like I saw he, he was in a lucky position that he was able to k- keep training yeah. through lockdown. Yeah. And he trained every single day through lockdown, like not one day off. Incredible.
0: I'm glad to hear that because some you days I'm like, it. "Is he? When does he rest?" Yeah,
1: I don't think he. He's ever rests. so determined, right? He's like so, oh, like. And do you know what? It's actually, it's it's kind of um, it's inspiring to be around that. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be around that that uh, that level of passion and just like he just he has his eyes on the prize and nothing will take that off. But you know, I said to you the
0: last time that we met that as soon as now people start copping on, they start seeing all the photographs that, you know, is going up on Gary's profile, on Pete Taylor's profiles, their social, and they know your name. Mm. Like, they're, the door is just going to be banged down because there's such a gap in the market for good quality photography in combat sports. Hopefully, Lydia, hopefully. I'm telling you, I'm doing this six years, and, like, I see it from... You know, I don't I still shoot on iPhones Mm. because it's it's the easiest way for me to do it when I'm covering the events and stuff. And like I see how hungry people are, even for that quality. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it's literally just I I don't know how to say it, putting what other industries get into air industry, into fighting. Yeah. It's what's missing. You're filled with a bunch of people who just know how to fight Mm -hmm. or just not know how to teach fighting or coach fighting. Mm -hmm. And then everything else in the middle is just like a blank canvas. And I think, you know, are already the, the work that you've been doing with the guys, like is so incredible because it gives people a sense of what actually it is like to be a fighter Mm -hmm. and what their environment is like, which is what I do. I, I, well, I what I want, yeah. what I want to try do with Fight Connect TV is, it's about the journey, it's yeah. about the person behind, it's about the struggle, it's about why they're why, why they do what they do, and I think it takes, in terms of photography, a very special person to be able to capture that, and you have done it well, thank so beautifully, you very much.
1: Um, really, really fantastic. It's just you feel like you're there. Well, that's do you know what that's really funny because. That's uh, for, so especially for like this this photos. Mm. I like to take my photos at an angle where, when a when a punch is being thrown at one of the guys, that I can get my camera so it actually looks like I'm getting the punch. If that makes sense. Yes. Um. Now the camera is covered yeah. in <laughs> blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> but look, we have little camera wipes for that. Uh, this you got to see um, what um, yeah, there's actually a couple of, couple of photos I was going through only last night. Like, I was like, these guys don't throw punches. They just throw sweat. Like, there's just yeah. sweat, 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 sweat. It's incredible. But, like, it's it, those photos really, they really show you the work these guys put in, like.
0: And in terms, it's kind of, I'm a little bit, would you say, desensitized to it now. But, like, in terms of, and this is, like, please no one at me. I'm not being a creep when I say this. But, like, <laughs> in terms of, like, the male and female body, in terms of physique, in terms of how... Athletes look mm-hmm. like I imagine they're. It's it's great to fo- 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 like to photograph them because they look so well in terms of if you look at the boxes, especially the male guys when they've like such defined abs, their biceps. You know, especially when they're throwing a punch, you well, can like see the lines and the definition. The
1: like that's that's what I like. Just textures and different. You know, different different lines, different structures, everything like that. Like when yeah. you see someone, I remember I took a fo- I took took a photo at sentence fight not his last fight his fight before that and he was throwing a bunch of your man and i think every muscle on the right side of his body is about to pop out of his flesh like it looks incredible yeah and that stuff like you just you don't get you don't even see that in real life you know, exactly. know what i mean you don't see that in real life so it's catching that that's uh do
0: yeah. you get a little bit of a
1: buzz then oh when you're developing stuff and you're looking through what you've captured like i get i'm like when i'm shooting i'm like like I, i don't like to look at the like when you're shooting I don't like to waste any time looking at the photos while I'm shooting because you're gonna miss something yeah, you know yeah, I don't yeah. wanna take something that, like, then you're like oh, fuck, oh yeah, like you I've missed the missed, best. I've missed this. another thing so yeah. I like to kind of shoot as it's happening but I know like I don't I'm never gonna take a photo of them two of them just standing there you know what I mean mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait 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 and then what I've been trying to do is I've actually been trying to read the fighters like and be like what's their sign for them throwing a punch because yeah. that's when I go you yeah. know what I mean that's when yeah, I, yeah, uh, yeah. I I wait for that because I wanna get that action moment
0: that will come yeah. that will come with the more time you spend and yeah. uh, they like I, I definitely like from now from when I started to now I especially with the amateur shows or the more um, we'll say the guys that are like making their pro debuts and maybe don't have as much ring experience mm-hmm. I'm s- starting to find it very easy to call fights even to be like this guy is yeah. you know there's a lucky shot coming here he's his hands are dropped there's going to be a takedown you know what I mean yeah, you yeah. see things a lot clearer And things just open up to you. Big time. What's happened to me now on the other side is like, i would be at an event and please consider that I'm filming for about eight hours straight. And I'd be like, I really have to go for a pee. I have to get out of here. And I'd be like, as soon as I put down these cameras, I go to the bathroom. There's going to be a head kick knockout. There's going to be, it's going to go viral. Like something, something's going to happen. Always. Always. So if you ever see me going to the toilet, that's your your moment to jump jump in in (laughs) and start shooting.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) <laughs> but in terms then of like what you hope to achieve going forward like obviously uh uh, uh you have the experience you have the skill set but it's obviously it's sort of a, a time where you're doing this full-time now or you're tr- going to make a go at it yeah so what is the hope what is the the sort of the
1: plan um like i guess it's just like typical me like i don't have a plan mm-hmm. you know i have my camera by my side and i have uh an empty memory card and have a fully 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 charged battery you know what i mean that's and that's what i'll I'll go on oh it's so
0: romantic (laughs) isn't it it's just it's like so romantic it's like you know it's (laughs) such a film it's such an indie alt film like (laughs) just one girl and her camera (laughs) full battery full battery that's what it's called (laughs) full Full battery. battery Fuck, I'm so good Coffee on this goddamn ding. podcast. Coffee. Every week,
1: <laughs> yeah. every week, full battery. I gotta need someone to jump on that full battery.
0: When's your birthday?
1: The end of the month, 30th of August.
0: Are you a Leo? Virgo. Virgo. Virgo, Virgo. That's Virgo. why
1: we get on. Yeah, that's why we, what get, what we that. get on. Yeah, 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 yeah. My birthday's tomorrow. No way. Yeah. No way. My mom's birthday no was yesterday. What? It'll be today. This episode? Oh, my birthday's today. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Technical default. Your mum's <laughs>
0: birthday was yesterday. Yesterday,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Your mum's a Leo. Yeah, she's a Leo. That's why she's so
1: fucking cool. Oh, she... And I haven't even touched on half the things she's... she's That's good. why
0: she's so cool. Yeah. I'm sorry. We are the best. Shane's a Capricorn.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, it's a great star sign as well. Yeah. We also get on. Okay. Strong. <laughs> strong. It's a strong, sturdy, <laughs> steady, <laughs> steady star sign. Um but I'm going to get you a t-shirt with a battery on it that says full <laughs> battery for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, what a, I was actually going to say what a hoot and then I got really embarrassed I <laughs> had to say hoot in my mind. <gasps> and
1: and
0: then, then you said it anyway. And <laughs> I said it anyway. <laughs> there we go. Um, but yeah, just, yeah, a, a fantastic, um, I'm delighted, selfishly, I told you already, I, I, I'm I'm delighted that you are doing the the, you know, dipping your toe more into combat sports
1: and you know like as well like obviously katie taylor like she would have been like i like followed everything she did like she's incredible she's amazing she's like phenomenal phenomenal like i just can't i can't say enough good things so how weird was it the first time that you met her dad like okay like shit myself you know what i mean like it's so funny because like sen and you know sen and sen just you know as casual as me you know he's like oh babs come on just come up to the gym you know and then like i went in and you go into the to the gym and there's these pictures all over the wall of all these things and i was like whoa like whoa yeah like it was a bit of a i suppose it was a bit of um a proud moment like a bit of a pat yourself on the back there babs yeah um because you've somehow your all your kind of casual approach to your work yeah um has kind of gotten you to, to a very very nice place. And like now I'm... That's I'm, so interesting. Now I'm there, you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I, I go up... you the in-house two, photographer. Two three times a week. Like I am I, um, up with the guys um, and they're all incredible and I just feel so honored to be up there.
0: But isn't that so funny how you remain true to who you are and your style and your approach to things and what's happened is you've been given big opportunities based on the back of that. Because if you yeah. were someone who were, you know, that was like I don't want to say the word uptight, but if you were someone who was maybe a little bit like, okay, and we'll do this and can I get you here and and, and I'm going to need this angle and I'm going to set up these lights, that wouldn't work in a gym. That wouldn't work with them. They need someone that's in the background that doesn't make a sound, that is just going to capture and not, because especially in an environment with with, them, with fighting, especially a high level gym like Pete Taylor's gym with all those boxes, is that, you know, there's real work being done. You oh, know, there's important work being time. done and you can't get in the way of that. No. Nope. And sometimes, you know, maybe people will be in those situations where um, not that the focus is on them, but that they don't mix into the dynamic of what's happening, you know? um, So just hearing that you you sank in and now you're part of the team, essentially, is brilliant.
1: Yeah, it's it's cool. And like even the lads, you know, they give me a bit of, they give you a bit of lip, and you know, and it's good. They give it back, and I, I really I, I appreciate that. Like the guys are all, they're they're amazing. They're all incredible. Like I said, it's inspiring to be mm-hmm. around these kind of people when you see how hard they work. You know. Yeah.
0: Does this yeah. uh, when when because I know obviously you have you've, you've been involved in it for a while, but when you look at um, we we'll say fighting mm-hmm. the guys and and the the men and women that are in the industry that are fighters. When you started, did you look at them and go, what's going... Is this nuts? Like, this is a weird thing. Like, where people are training, they're fighting. Like, you know, for me, I kind of had always had an interest in it. So it wasn't a weird concept. But you were at events. You were doing drag queens. You were yeah. tattooing industries and stuff like that. So well, when like, you so started there's a fighting... lot
1: of There's a lot, like... So so for, to go right back, I remember being a kid. Um, like, maybe... 10 to 10 to about the age of 15, yeah. staying up, flicking on TG Car and watching the boxing at like three and four o'clock in the morning um, or any fighting that would have been on TV at yeah. the time. Because uh, it was always on TG Car or like what was that? Was it Euro News or Euro yeah, something? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And they yeah. flick on, they show you the highlights <laughs> and
1: I'd be sitting there like hoping my mum didn't walk in and catch yeah. you up or whatever whatever hour it was in the morning. Um so I've always had a, a fascination with it. Never, I, I, I don't think I could, um, not that I don't think, I absolutely could not get into the ring and do anything competitively. Uh, anything I ever did was just for training and just yeah. for fitness, you know what I mean? Um, do you have a bit of a respect for them, for those that do like, it though? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Big time, big time. That's not, uh, I, you, you have to be made of of a certain something to do it. What I was going to ask, you, you
0: recognise something different in fighters? absolutely. Can you, can you tell us what you
1: think that is or what it is? Like there's a, and I mean this in the most respectful way because I have it myself. I think I, at points I'm an absolute, like sometimes when I go, you know, Jesus Babs, you get so much happiness just from taking photos. Like yeah, you're a lunatic, like, do you yeah. know what I mean, there has to be more to life kind of thing. But that's the same thing with the boxes is there's an element of lunacy there. You know what I mean? Yes. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's a bad thing, but you have to have that kind of uh, like no fear, you know what I mean? Mm. Um and it again like I find that really inspiring. Like sometimes I'd be like, I need to have that. Yes. I need to have that when I approach things in life like that. No fear, you know. Don't mm-hmm. just you 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 have this. This is on you. And I like that. It's a. Uh, I love that. To,
0: yeah. I I, lo- I j- selfishly just love anyone who sees what I see, with what I do. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. What I mean? you know,
1: yeah. I get it. Like I I and I'd be the same. Like I think that's why we we get on as well. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Yeah. yeah. I Definitely. love the lunacy too. I lo- and
0: listen, I'm a fan. I've been a big fan of lunatics from an early yeah. an early, early time in my life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, before
0: we go, yep. obviously today I was like on our social. We have Bob Staley coming in. She's my favorite person. So if you have any questions, please send them in. So there was some questions. No way. There was. We have four questions that I have picked. Lovely. So I'm going to, uh, you can answer them. Um, but yeah, this is a new segment that we're doing. Getting the listener involved. Mm-hmm. Um, And also takes the heat off me in case I miss any good (laughs)
1: questions.
0: (laughs) Um, So this is from Claire Butler. And she's asked, uh, how, in your opinion, is the best
1: way to start photography? Get a camera Mm -hmm. and strap it to your wrist. Yes. Stick it on manual and go ham. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. that's it the worst thing you can do as a photographer is go around with a camera stuck in automatic you learn nothing and that's where people I think kind of make it. people and I don't want to I don't mean this in any offensive way but I think some people think it's just a matter of picking a camera and just pressing a button you know yeah and I guess when I was a kid only for my uncle teaching me things like I would have been the exact same mm-hmm. and then as I got older I remember being like oh my uncle taught me about like shutter speed aperture this is all starting to make yeah. sense you know what I mean but so you need what, to what d- would
0: have been the most important thing that he taught you that you is in your everyday
1: photography now he used to say that there should be a story behind a photo wow. yeah okay and I think that's really true like if you were to go you know any to any photos on my websites my instagram or anything like that now except for you know event work or things like what you're doing that's a different it's a different category of stuff you know what I mean but there'd be a story. There's a reason I took that photo. There's a reason mm-hmm. I set it up like that. I saw this. or um, Which I think is important. I think you should always be able to explain a photo. Because if you can't, well, then...
0: Explain in what way? you Explain what
1: is happening. What what you've seen? Yeah, like um, the story behind your photo. You know what I mean? Like you did, you did like not you didn't just take a camera and just walk off. You know what I mean? Yeah. What stopped you? What caught your attention? Why did you take it that way? Why did you shoot it landscape, not portrait? Why did you? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I, I, there should be a reason for that. I think. Yes, there should. Yeah.
0: You're very right. Yeah. Adam Murphy has asked um, tips for
1: perfecting the perfect shot. Tips for perfecting the perfect shot. Is it subjective? Yeah, it depends. It's so, it, it depends on the shot and it also is so subjective. Like, mm. I, like I don't know. I guess, like, I don't. It, it 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 is, it like, it depends on what kind of shot. Like, I'm trying to think of how I perfect. Like, okay, for example, how I, how I feel like I perfect the shots of the lads up with Pete Taylor, yeah? Mm. So, like, I have um made my own my own set of presets that I put on those photos so for example anywhere anywhere I go to take photos you analyze the light you have Mm -hmm. yeah so like you see what light what direction the light's facing where the shadows are where the dark points are everything like that like you see if the lights are coming from above if they're coming from below if it's natural light if it's fake light. that's how I would analyze a a scenario Mm -hmm. and then you have to Obviously, decide whether you want to use flash or if you want to use whatever. Um, so with the lads, I, I, we only spoke about it a few minutes ago. Like, I'm not going to waste my time setting up a flash. These lads are in there sparring. A flash would be distorting them, throwing yeah. them off. Now, don't get me wrong. I know on an actual fight night, they do have to, they do have to put up with that. So yeah. sometimes introducing an element that could be good, but mm-hmm. not, 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 in the in the sparring up there. I don't really. I do it with Gary up in um, Unit Three with with Niall Barrett. Yeah. Niall Barrett he is
0: he's our favourite person oh my me? god I just love him so much Niall no, Barrett is um, a boxing coach and personal trainer but is also the winner of this year's um... oh what's it called Strictly Come Dancing no. <laughs> no, no 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 no
1: I was like what he did that as well <laughs> it was the boot camp thing what was what it what was the
0: yeah. SAS SAS dare to dream or something
1: yeah is it? or I don't think it's dare to dream is it I think that's a bit uh, <laughs> S.A.S Was on yeah
0: Shane is currently uh, searching Google <laughs> for the answer
1: Ultimate Hell Week Ultimate Hell Week, Hell Week. he's yeah. the winner
0: of Ultimate Hell Week and he's the most unassuming like legend oh absolute legend I'm yeah. going to have to get him on, actually this is
1: a really good reminder that I need to get <laughs> oh him on my to chat God. I this. would just I could listen to him like he's just a <laughs> beacon of information so constantly. much information yeah and you know, I I even told you there's a there's a history there. You know, with with us, yeah. music like Nile back yeah. in the day. He was in a band yeah, as well, and yeah, we yeah. crossed paths. Yeah, and we all would have cross paths. Like it's just mad. mad. <laughs> it's just wild. But yeah, up with up with Nile actually a couple of times. Like we've I've messed around with flashes, kind of just, you know, to, to to see what would happen. But yeah. Nothing, nothing distracts Gary Cullen. <laughs> Not at all. Not a truck even. Um, Charlotte Kelly has asked, what is the best photograph you've ever taken? Oh, I actually, just before we go on to that question, I just want to finish that last one because I don't think I finished what the last oh, yeah. question was. The, per- the How to perfect the perfect shot. Yeah, so sorry. <laughs> so I analysed the situation I'm in with the light, yeah? Yes, but therefore, like, for example, with the lads in the gym, like there's two separate setups. There's actually three. Like if you go into the three separate sections of, of the room they train in, there's three separate lights that you have to deal. like three separate mm. lighting setups you have to do it. So I have three presets on my on my um, on my Lightroom that I would have for them. And that's how I perfect the photo. So I have the photo and then I put that a, a preset over. It. So uh, uh, with the way things are, like nearly everything I would have would have its own personal preset put over it because... That's how I have my aesthetic, you know? Well, it works very well. So Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Charlotte Kelly has asked, the best photograph you've ever taken
1: in your humble opinion? Oh, that's fucking hard. <laughs> um, I couldn't pick because genuinely it probably changes week to week. Is there one that people have the
0: biggest reference of you for? Like, a one Is there a picture out there that people are like, that's Bob daily," and that's your best work?
1: Uh, I guess just my portraits I guess yeah Yeah, like just my, like I've always been told um
0: is it wild that like someone like me that has no background in photography or knows anything about photography can see one of your photographs and know it's your photograph
1: no I'm getting told that more and more which is awesome yeah like I'm like that I know Babs has
0: taken that yeah and then I see the little tag and that's deadly
1: like that's so cool but I guess that's what comes from like you know I think for for well, this is what what I tell anyway. For a long people like for a long time, I think people were afraid to edit their photos. Mm-hmm. But like, why why be afraid to edit your photos? That's why we have these programs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I do dabble in film photography. I absolutely love it. But unfortunately, with the way things are, like people want photos so quick. And when you're when yeah. you know every now and then I'll, I'll shoot some things on film, but everything is is digital these days. So why wouldn't you edit your photos? Why yeah. wouldn't you put an aesthetic on them? Exactly. You know? So um yeah that's uh
0: and can i recommend an iphone
1: to you because they're really great (laughs) (laughs) here's a new iphone imagine (laughs) if they keep going that way i'm gonna be out of a job (laughs) Uh,
0: okay final question and this is from adam smith who is the most famous person you've ever photographed
1: it depends on what you call like it depends on what you mean by famous you know what i mean the most high profile high profile Mm. don't know I guess high profile in terms like I was working with this awesome kid he's so cool I was working with him and his mum and uh, his name is William Franklin Miller and he's <gasps> you've seen Will like he's just oh my he has a special he, place in my heart
0: hang on am I thinking of the, the actor
1: he's an actor yeah 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 Um, he's real unusual looking he's, yeah beautiful looking yeah. Like beautiful big eyes yeah Wh- what film was he in He's been in a few things. Uh, he was on Can like. Can I Google him? Yeah, g- give him a Google there. You'll see him come up. What's his name again? William Franklin Miller.
0: Oh, wow. No, yeah. I don't know this kid. Do you not? No. Well, you do now. <laughs> William's awesome. William Franklin Miller was born in 2004 in London. He's yeah. an actor known for Medici.
1: <laughs> <Arrow> <laughs> That's and a... Jack Irish. God, he's stunning. Yeah, he's. He's f- incredible. And he's also a pleasure. A pleasure to work with. And do you know what's so funny? So... He is uh, from Australia. Yeah. He was like, born in born in London, but for, he was living in Australia. He was coming over here with his family, and um, I I just got a message off uh, off them onto my Instagram, um, and it's like it went onto his profile. It was like one something million followers or something, and I was like, what? I was like this is a joke like what this can't be real no why is he messaging me and then it turns out like through a friend who'd lived over in Australia that they'd been recommended me so when he came over here we just worked together. I have
0: the photo is that your photo yeah oh well yeah. he says
1: okay well this is so I feel like a, like I'm in <laughs> here."
0: back in Dublin Ireland a photo by Babs Daily, wearing
1: Carre, France bonjour that's him. Wow! Yeah, so I would say in terms of oh my God, he's got 1.6 million followers. Yes, yeah, yeah, like he and he, do you know what? He's just he, like his his old family; they're just all gems, and they were really lovely to work with. And he's over in London now. And if it wasn't for Corona, I would have gone over there and shot with him a few times. So
0: no way, I will
1: be going over. I've you know, messaged him a few times, and but he he really he, he'd probably be the most high profile in terms of Instagram profile.
0: Yeah, well, you can't um, get much
1: more bigger than 1.6 million followers, can you? Yeah, yeah. Although, it was awesome, and it was really cool to see. Like you know, I guess. Um, you know with with the way social media goes today you kind of see that people can be very different behind the thing and Will is just so down to earth and he's talented and cool and it was just nice to see that
0: Mm -hmm. yeah there's no more uh, fan questions but I'll do my fan question yeah we're going like obviously social media is a massive like fantastic thing we're all launching careers off it and you know able to show work and all this mad stuff but is it the detriment of photography, of like true photography in terms of with an iPhone, you can shoot really good photographs and, you know, the the age of the selfie, the age of like taking photographs yourself as a photographer, you're like,
1: not really, because I think there's a difference between just taking a photo and then being passionate about taking a photo. Yeah and i think that goes for absolutely everything if you see someone who just boxes but you see someone who's purely passionate mm. about it you'll see the difference you know and the it the difference will come across in the image as well mm. um I, it's also i guess kind of cool people want it like i think like photography definitely has helped me through you know like i said i was going down a bit of a dodgy path there in my early 20s mm. you know photography saved saved me and i know again that sounds like an arsehole thing to it say it doesn't but really genuinely
0: very final thing on that do you feel that
1: because photography saved you you owe it something I never thought about that I never thought about that but I still feel like it saves me if mm. that makes sense yes
0: I do you know? I do I know exactly what you mean like, I'm living that life yeah, as well
1: yeah I just want that. that's all Like that's uh, my end goal is to take a photo of wherever I am at that given point mm-hmm. you know what I mean I'm so excited to see what you do in the future thank if, you if so much if the much. last
0: 15 years have been this good I can't imagine what the next fifteen well, are going to be. Foots on the pedal now, so we'll yes. See. Please don't forget me when oh, you are like, oh my god, come in on! In Paris, in your studio.
1: Excuse me, and me. Shane, at the we'll door. Ringside, me and you. That'd be <laughs> silly.
0: Can't wait! <laughs> I'm so delighted now that I'm going to have a buddy when our, my shows are back. I'm always just I alone. Know.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. Like you know, I'm, I'm
0: always sat in the front row talking to someone who's after buying a ticket. I'm like, what's that? <laughs> what? Where are, we, how are you? Uh, you know, they're like, do you not have a job today? I'm like, yeah, just just. Checking in, you know. Um, but thank you so much for coming in. Oh, thank you so much. What a pleasure. And uh, it's so good to talk. I just love photography. I good. love it. And it's so good to hear your perspective on it. And just... I think anybody,
1: honestly, I think anybody. I've had a few friends in my life who were at points in their life where... It was a bit uh they were just a bit stuck in a rut yeah and I, I kind of said go, go go get a camera like you know do whatever and I have two friends to date who've successfully turned it around and are both you know quite quite established photographers yeah. so to anybody who you know is saying God, oh, I'd love to take photos just do it yes just do it yeah. and message me and speak to me I'll do my best to try and you know help but mm-hmm. like it is just a matter of same thing I did picking the camera up going out and just doing it absolutely Yeah. same, same with everything isn't it just get up and just go and do, do it, it like, don't
0: yeah. I say that to people all the time yeah. I'm living proof of it as well absolutely do you know what I mean I started on Snapchat yeah Snapchat and yeah. ringside there you go like buying a ticket, wow. going on my own because no, what a loser I was. <laughs> no, no,
1: not a loser. <laughs> Such a loser. You lizard. knew what you were doing. You just got up with Lily. Literally,
0: dinner. I was like, no one would come with me. But I, I, I used to, and because I didn't know anyone at the shows, I didn't care. Yeah. Because I was like, no one knows me here. They don't know who I am. Yeah. I'd just go, I'd sit front row and I'd Snapchat. Yeah. And then overnight, well, not overnight, but over a few months, like there was, the numbers kept growing. Yeah. And here I am. That's it. The On the thing. Elaine Show. Hello. <laughs> Hola. Very good. <laughs> On the Elaine Show with Collaborative <laughs> yeah. Studios, like number one selling podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was I can So good. No, but it
1: is. It's just get out and do it. Yeah. I always say that. Like just... people used to always say when I'd be in the nightclub, pissed with my camera, not getting paid for anything. They'd be like, you're nuts. Like, what are you doing? And I'd just be like, look. Yes. There's a bigger plan here. <laughs> yes.
0: Everything always pays off. Yeah
1: hard absolutely.
0: work never goes unnoticed no, no it might not be today or tomorrow but eventually mm-hmm. people will take notice.
1: absolutely it's like do it every, do it every day and they people yes. will notice you just have to do it every day absolutely yeah yeah so inspiring thank you so much for having thank me thank you brilliant chat
0: babs Staley for the first exchange